friends. Welcome to season two, episode two of In the Midst podcast with Brooklyn, where you are invited to come into the midst of God right in the midst of your day. I recognize that as you come into this space, whether you're coming to us from the shower or on a walk or in your car, I'm guessing that you're probably carrying with you some sort of baggage or some distractions. That's just life, isn't it? Maybe it was a fight you had with your husband last night that hasn't quite resolved yet, or maybe there's an issue that you're having at work or a conversation you had with a friend that's still on your mind. Or maybe you are knee-deep in toddlerhood and you feel weary and worn out. What I love about God is that He never asks us to clean ourselves up before coming to Him, but rather, He comes to us. He meets us exactly where we are in the midst. And I believe that's exactly what He intends to do for you today. So would you just allow Him to do that? Would you take a few seconds here and allow Him to come and meet you right in the midst of whatever you are carrying with you today. Expectations are defined as a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Expectations are a big topic, a difficult topic, not necessarily when they are met, but more specifically when they go unmet or when we find ourselves in an unexpected place or circumstance. And so I want to ask you, is there anything unexpected in your life right now? Are you somewhere that you didn't expect to be? Maybe a city or a job that wasn't exactly what you expected it to be. Maybe there's dissension and fighting in your marriage that you never planned on or thought would happen. Maybe this new season of motherhood has left you wanting something more, something different than what you expected. Or maybe a health issue or a diagnosis is causing you to make plans and arrangements you never expected to be making. What in your life is unexpected right now? Take some time and think about this. And as these unexpected places and situations come to mind, name them out loud to God like so. God, I didn't expect blank. Let's spend some time reflecting on these unexpected places, seasons, and or circumstances now. unexpected circumstances, there is an emotional response that we have. Whether it's known to us or not, we feel something about being in these places and situations that we didn't expect to be in. And so what is that that you're feeling? What is it that you feel about these unexpected places? I want you to spend some time now and just think about how these unexpected circumstances make you feel. Are you angry that things are happening the way they are? Do you feel powerless, defeated, sad, disappointed, bitter, curious? 
What feelings are evoked in you as you live in this unexpected place? you, are any of these feelings targeted at someone? Maybe you feel bitter towards someone that you think contributed to you being in this unexpected place. Maybe you feel disappointed with yourself, knowing that it was your actions or steps that caused you to get into this place. Or maybe you're angry at God for this unexpected place that you find yourself in. Or maybe it's a combination of all of these. Spend some time and think about this and acknowledge if there is anyone that you are feeling these feelings towards. with people winding up in the most unexpected places, facing the most unexpected circumstances. It's almost as if unexpectedness is a sub-theme of God's word. We read it over and over again throughout scripture. People wind up in unexpected situations. And while there are many, many, many to choose from, one of my very favorite examples of unexpectedness took place just over 2,000 years ago when three men found themselves in a place they didn't expect to be. We know these three men as the wise men, and they get mentioned a lot around Christmas time. But what I want us to specifically focus on as we read their story is not what we commonly associate them with. I actually want us to look at how effortlessly these three men, these wise men, embraced the unexpected situation they found themselves in. It's important to first note the history that had taken place before these three men arrive on the scene. You see, the Israelite people had been told for generations and generations about a Savior who was coming for them. A Savior who would bring them peace, demolish the enemy Satan, bring light to their darkness, and set the captives free. And this group of people, the Israelites, had been through a lot. If you read through scripture, you know this. They had been in captivity and then delivered and then back into captivity and then freed again. They were desperate for permanent relief. They desired once and for all for the Savior that they had heard about to come and secure them, protect them, exalt them, and save them. And most of us know how this story goes, right? That Savior does in fact come. Jesus makes his debut. But he wasn't what the people expected. He comes in this unexpected way, in an unexpected form, to do some unexpected things. Matthew 2, 1 through 2 says this, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi, these are our three men, these wise men, Magi came from the east, 
to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Then if we jump down a few verses, in Matthew chapter 2, verses 9 to 11, it says this, They, the three wise men, went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. Verse 10, When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. For us, we may read this and not think much of it. Great. These guys followed a star. It led them to this place where Jesus was, their Savior. But if we were immersed in this time period, if we were living in the tension of this long-awaited Savior, the one who is expected to be physically strong, politically great, powerful enough to destroy Roman rule and defeat earthly and spiritual enemies— we might begin to recognize the extreme unexpectedness of this situation. I'm almost positive that these three men expected to roll up on a palace with a grown man being the savior that they had been waiting for. Yet what they happen upon is quite the contrary, quite unexpected. The star leads them to a house, not a palace, in some no-name town. And when they get inside, eyes darting, I'm sure, all around to find the Savior, they are directed down low to a toddler. Maybe he had his hands in his mouth, able to mutter probably only a few words at the time. They see that there's no physical strength to him, seemingly no power to him, no fanfare or fame, no political standing or influence, just a little boy and his clueless, inexperienced parents. All of it, all of it was radically unexpected. Our three men find themselves in the same place many of us find ourselves in today. A place that they did not expect. Perhaps even the very last place or last situation they thought the star would lead them to. And I have to wonder if any of these three men doubted their star reading in this moment. Did they question whether or not they followed the right star? Did they doubt whether or not they were in the right place? And what about you? In this unexpected place, circumstance, or season you find yourself in, have you or are you doubting whether or not you made a mistake because of how unexpected it is? Are you questioning whether or not you followed God's leading right? I want you to spend some time and just process that out with God now. Let's look at how these three men did respond. While we don't have every detail and we can't see whether or not they questioned or doubted, we are told how they did respond. It says this, On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, 
and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. As far as we can tell from what we read, these three men effortlessly embraced the unexpected situation they found themselves in. You see, instead of fighting against their feelings of unexpectedness, or instead of finding the quickest exit route out of there, instead of turning their noses up at it, and ultimately, instead of resisting it and missing it, these three men embraced the unexpected. They leaned into it instead of resisting it or running from it. And in doing so, they received what was always planned on by God. You see, what was unexpected to them was never unexpected to God. God was never caught off guard or surprised by the situation they found themselves in. He had these plans long before time even began. He knew Jesus would enter our world in this way. He knew the scene the three men would roll up on. He knew how everything would play out. And so I want to pose a question for you today to think on as you spend time here with God in your midst. Could it be that this unexpected place you find yourself in was always a part of God's plan? That even though it wasn't necessarily part of your plan, and even though it's unexpected to you, it was never unexpected to God. Spend some time and process that out with God now. of this truth, that what is unexpected to us is never unexpected to God, is there any way you might want to respond differently to the unexpected place you find yourself in? What might it look like for you to embrace this place of unexpectedness just like we saw the three wise men do? They had brought all these gifts, and even though they seemed probably a little odd to give to a toddler, they did so anyway. They leaned into the messiness of the unexpected. They bowed down and worshipped him, embracing the unexpected. What can you do to lean in and embrace the unexpected just like these three men? Spend some time processing that now. Friend, the truth is, as unexpected as this place or circumstance might be to us, it was never outside of what God expected. Our God is always 1,000 steps ahead of whatever comes our way. And the comfort of that is found in the fact that because he's always ahead of whatever happens, he always has a plan and a purpose for us in and through these unexpected places. 
His eye is on you, friend. He sees you. He knows what you are going through. It isn't lost on him or unexpected to him. It hasn't fallen outside of his control or leading or care. He has a plan for you in and through the unexpectedness. Spend some time soaking in that truth now. To close out our time together today, I just want to pray over us and for us. So will you join me in praying? Lord, I didn't expect to be here. I didn't expect these things to happen, yet they have. And I know that you grieve with me and feel the weight of disappointment with me. But I also want to acknowledge and claim today that this unexpected place is not outside of your gaze or your plans for my life. I acknowledge today that I trust you in this unexpected place, that while I'm surprised, you never are. I trust that you have a plan for me in it, a way for me through it, and purpose to be birthed out of it. Holy Spirit, would you help this truth sink into my soul so that I might overflow with the peace that comes from trusting my unexpected circumstances to God. Help me to embrace this unexpected season so that I don't miss what God is doing and wants to do. I pray all of these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Thanks for listening to In The Midst podcast. If you'd like more information about GLAM, you can check us out online at godlovesallofme.org or catch up with us on Instagram at username godlovesallofme, all lowercase, all one word. The music provided in each episode was created by Allie Allen, and you can check her out on Instagram too at username ally.allen. Until next time.